Good morning and welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast, man. It's a real pleasure to have on. You can know her from superstar hits like Knots Landing on TV or Beverly Hills 90210. You can know her as one of the toughest girls that's ever gone against Jason. The only one that's battling toe-to-toe. This is Laura Park Lincoln. How are you today? Well, hey, I am doing great. How about yourself? Very good. Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much for coming on again. How you been? I've been good. I'm, I'm thrilled to get to visit with you and everyone. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, it was a great time of the year. Last year, last time we had you on, it was Friday the 13th was coming up. Now we got Halloween coming up. I mean, are you a Halloween girl? <laughs> well, you know, I would just have to be. I mean, nothing's more fun than getting spooky, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, by the way, a lot of people, you know, they, they forget. I mean, you, you know, you were on superstar hits like Knots Landing and shows like that. And, and and how was that to be cutting your teeth back then on like such a superstar show? Oh my gosh, you know, um, on on either the the network or the the series was so so awesome because I'm a big fan of of scary movies. So getting that audition was super fun, and <laughs> I was a huge Knots Landing fan, so couldn't be better. Yeah, I mean, it was, and, and and going through, I mean, you've had a great career. It shows your acting chops, too, because you go from nighttime drama to to big time, uh, you know, you, you go like 90210 and things. I mean, you really, right. really put yourself in and had a really a lot of experience on a lot of top shows. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I think it's an actor's dream to get to do multiple genres and to be able to keep working and I, I do I just think it's an actor's dream I'm, I'm pretty grateful for all of it and I think you're one of the one of the few that's uh if, if the only one and I in my horror people will correct me that's done uh Friday the 13th and Freddy's Nightmares Yes, I think I am too, actually. And my Freddy's Nightmares, the the series of that, to me, was like doing a um, oh a, a Twilight Zone, really, which was I mean everybody's favorite Twilight Zone, and the series felt the same to me. <laughs> and right before that, you do a Highway to Heaven. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a tour of duty. I was uh, 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 a Quaker. Yes, a friend, a Quaker friend. <laughs> That is great. You know, you can't make that stuff up. I mean, you know, nope. you, you know, nope. you know, Laura, somewhere in there, there, there's a great short or a great bit in, in your career in that part of just the Highway to Heaven, Friday the 13th, and then Friday's <laughs> Nightmares. There is definitely some type of bit on that. You know that, right? Oh, oh gosh. You know, it, it does. It does feel that way. It's, I haven't gotten to play a lot of really good, nice characters, mostly they're a little snotty, so those were very welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> I love Although that. I do remember on tour of duty at one point, um, you know, playing a Quaker religious person, they wanted me to come back as a love interest of one of the soldiers, and I was like, mm, "Don't think that would happen in the Amish." So, <laughs> that. Man, I'm telling you, that is fun. That makes it even better. I love that. Like oh. I said, you can't make you can't make this stuff up. I mean, you know, it, no, it's no. fantastic. You know, <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's funny because I just you have no idea how much this is so much. You know, I just watched it the other night, and you know, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven and New Blood, the New Blood. You know, which fun. which you were absolutely kick ass. Part of my language, but you were, and <laughs> I think it was really cool to have somebody that goes toe to toe with Jason. Yeah. You know, and I believe that was Kane Hodder, right? Oh, absolutely! His first Friday Thirteenth, and and the character of Tina didn't run from him. You know, she kind of chased him. <laughs> she she, uh, she didn't run from him, which was really cool. I, I love that. You know, my my thirteen year old granddaughter watched it for the first time the other night. And she thought you were just badass. Uh, 
That is so cool. I'm telling you, it just goes across the ages, doesn't it? She just, she was like, she's already got hooked on the Michael Myers deal and everything else it is. And, you know, I won't let her go <laughs> to the newest one because it's a little gory even for, I let her, let her wait a little bit for it. There's a little extra gory in there, you know, I might let her wait for a little yeah. while. But I mean, you know, so all of a sudden she says like, well, Grandpa, what are we going to watch? And I'm like, hey, look, this is on. She says, I haven't done, I haven't done, night, oh. uh, Friday, I haven't done uh, Friday the 13th yet. Yeah. And so she right? actually broke in on yours. Oh no! Bless her. <laughs> but she thought you. She thought you were the most awesome thing. You know, she's sitting there oh, staring man. at the TV, giving the mean mug like she's gonna make the vines come up and grab Jason next. You, know? <laughs> I mean, you, know? you better watch out for her on say, on uh, Halloween, and she dresses like <laughs> Tina and starts running around the neighborhood. Um, oh man! I gotta, yeah, I got gotta tell 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 my son about that. <laughs> She could do some real pranks on you. There you go. I, I love that. That's awesome. Don't you hear this? Don't give her any ideas. But you know, yeah. What is her name? And and uh, I'm Marie. Marie. Okay. Well, Marie, you know, you need to set up some serious pranks. I'm a prankster, and I love that. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. She'll dig that so much. Thank you. Let me ask you a question. What was it like? I mean, you know, you Kane's obviously like six five or something, and you're not. So, <laughs> no, um, I, I spent half my life lying about how tall I am. So no, <laughs> well, well, I, I'll leave that to the. I I know how tall you are, but I'll leave that to the. You're just not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're not six five. And uh, no. but it was no. such a great thing because you're standing there, you know, and you're sitting there waiting for these challenges to happen. But I like the story also because. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, he was playing that game with you going back and forth of being, you know, almost like he was gaslighting you, you know. and maybe Oh, great phrase for that. We didn't even have that phrase then, but that's a great phrase for it. Yeah, I mean, he was. He's telling you no, and then the only thing that didn't make sense to me is he goes out there and says, no, man, the spike wasn't there, but the hole's there. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Like in the, uh, yeah, in the, in the little camp house place. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's stuck at well, the side of the thing, and then it wasn't, he said, you go outside, and you look at it, and he goes, and he yeah. goes and hides it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly, and, and you know, that that's a fun part, because a, a lot of the story of, of Tina was, you know, what is her, what is in her man, imagination, what does she manifest, what's really there, what does she think is really there, so. Right. Plot twist there. I, I like I like when you dish the TV at him. <laughs> oh, I know. And when we shot that, Kane literally, we had done it with so many different special effects ropes and whatever. And he just walked over and picked it up and threw it across, and that's the take that they <laughs> Really? No kidding. Really did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that is so cool. I did, I did not know that. You know, I'll tell you what. I yep. think the chemistry between you two guys, and we're going to lead into this with some things coming up. But I think the okay. chemistry of you two, because it's very, as you know, as an actor, it's very hard with no with a mask on to oh show your God. emotions, and he gets pissed at you. I know. I mean, he, he Kane really changed the series with with his abilities to to work with the eyes and the breathing and the movement. He really gave the the creepy monster of a persona that hadn't been done before. You know, yeah. I, I love the series, and I don't mean to disrespect it in any way. My youngest son, who's going to be 29, says it started with Friday the 13th 3, which is, our, 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 uh, he said, oh. just when the mask came in, he said, but then when it came to, like, you know, the new blood, he said, you know, all of a sudden it was just boom. It got, it went from being good to being intense, and by then, Jason, yeah. and that's what Kane came in, that really right. all of a sudden kind of came into a, a new life of... Man, you know, and yeah. here's this little girl pissing him off. 
Right. And, and you're not backing off and you're like, dude, no, I, I'm not going anywhere, you know. And I think you yeah. have, I think you inspired a lot of, you know, little girls and a lot of women out there that sit there and said, you know what, man, you know, I'm not going to take any of this. You know, it's the most interesting thing, too, that, that people will tell me their stories about the character of Tina and how she was brave and stood up to. And it's almost as if they're discussing their own demons or their own monsters in life, and, and men, too, and saying that they just kind of got a boost from that. I love that. I, I, I agree with you, and I think it was because it was such a different deal. When you saw the script, what did you think of the script when you, when, when you saw the Friday the 13th script and you were offered a script? When, when I was first uh, brought in, it was called Birthday Bash. It was under a, a, a fake name, so we wouldn't know what it was. Oh, working, oh they, it, they, they really started off as a working name with you? Really? Yeah. yeah. It, when I first got the audition, it was called Birthday Bash. And I uh, went in and, and did that audition. I'm like, gosh, you know, something about this seems familiar, but all the names were, were different. And, and uh, I the killer's had name Bob, you know? <laughs> exactly. Oh, Kane, Kane reminds me of what they had named the Jason Killer, but I can't remember. Uh, it did have a different name. I need to ask him again. And then by the time I went back for the, the following callback, um, I had figured it out, and someone in my family had figured it out. So I knew that it was Friday the 13th at that point. <laughs> That's to so so so. Did you dig the script though? Looking at the script, and you know, and did it really appeal to you that here you are, you're the one that's going to battle it out with Jason? That was, you know, I, I was a big fan of the series, and I think that that was actually more of a scary time to think. Oh gosh, this is Carrie reinvented, which of course it originally was set for that kind of a feeling, and right. and you go into it just going, how you know, how do I? How do I live up to these horror movies? So then I was just scared. <laughs> and I love the guy who played your boyfriend in it, and I forget his Kevin, name. Kevin, spiritist, yeah. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, yes, and I should, because actually yeah. was what we're going to talk about in a minute. But, um, yeah, yeah. You, you know, he he didn't care about, you know, well, you looked at him kind of said, well, that's my therapist, knitted it up there, that's my doctor. And, right. you know, he's looking at you going, oh, okay, well, um, yeah. all right okay. then. All right, Who doesn't what are have a therapist, next? Right? What are we doing next? <laughs> Exactly. So he didn't, he didn't run like the wind, you know. <laughs> he may should have, but no. He, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what is it like that, you know, when people sit there and, you know, recognize you or say something to you now? Or, or like when you see it come on the TV now, do you still pop for uh, yourself saying, oh, that's cool, this many years later? Uh, it, is, it is so freaking cool that you can do something as an actor and people are still having fun with it, right? That's like. That's entertainment. That's what we want to do is give people that release and that fun. So, you know, I'm just I'm just grateful that it worked and people love it and they're still screaming about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny, you know, like Donald Pleasant said, he said, you know, he saw all those acting times he had back with John Wayne and stuff people didn't remember him with. But he, and they asked him, he's not forever be known as Dr. Loomis. He said, at least I'm remembered. And he said, yeah. I'll probably be playing it till he died. And, and like, I think two weeks later after that interview, he died. So he was happy oh being remembered 25 years later. Well, it is. It's just, it's just really fun when you, you meet the fans. And because of all the social media, we can't. You know, we're, we're interacting with everyone. If I'd been able to do that as a very young actor, I, it would have just blown my mind. You know, we didn't have that ability right. 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, we didn't have any of those things ago. to line up and you know, get autographed somewhere. That was a rarity of, of something yeah. that was. You didn't, no selfies and no anything. <laughs> no, know? nothing like that. Today, 
and you're great with your fans. I mean, I, I, I see videos when you've been out with your fans oh. and everything else, and they post Thank it, you. and they get bunch of, a bunch of pictures with you or get an autograph <laughs> or whatever from you, and, and, you know, you see it on YouTube and everything else. So I think it's really yeah. cool that you, that, that you embrace it and, and you dig it. And well, you go through so much to get to an event. I mean, they have to get time off. They have to spend a lot of money driving or flying or Sometimes they'll drive for hours and hours to get to an event that's near where they live and um, vacation time and all those different things. So I just want to make sure they, they have a really good experience when we get to meet. I love that. And it's funny because what, we're, what I'm going to bring up next is it's kind of hilarious because, you know, you're, you have a couple projects coming up. And I'm going to tell you beforehand, when I grew you know, I'm a Texas boy, you know, a San Antonio boy originally, but I grew up in Pennsylvania outside of Philly. and. Okay. And my neighbor for about six months or a year, her name was Voorhees. The family was Voorhees, and there was a Deborah Voorhees in the family. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, so we always laughed about it. And she, they were from New Jersey, and they moved back to New Jersey. And so we always joked, and of course, this is prior to Friday the 13th being out there. So I was right? going to joke about that, and it's, it's funny because it's a haunted area now, so that really is hilarious. I'll tell you that another That's day. Hilarious. And is that the Deborah Voorhees? Our Deborah Voorhees? Um, I, I actually don't know that, but it's funny. I'm going to bring that up because I actually watched. It's funny. We, you know, we, we we were booking, and I know we were both having scheduling conflicts to try to get you on the show, and I appreciate you taking the time, but it, oh. it was just funny. So today, I actually watched the trailers for oh. both of your movies coming up prior to you and I getting together. Oh, wow. That is so cool. So I loved the fact that, you know, Teron, I was like, and I was like, doggone it. So we got to talk about, uh, and I just had D. Wallace on the other day yep. to talk about, you know, 13 fanboys. So talk to me about it, my dear. Well, you know, <laughs> D. Wallace is in it, right? Uh, <laughs> well, um, that was a dream of mine from a young age to meet and work with her. So I'm a little, I'm a little fan baby on her. And, um, it's, it was, it's a really, really fun, interesting take on the dark subject of, of turning the tables on fan stalkers. So, you know, it's about this stalker that's going after the um, real actors of horror movies. And, you know, we play imaginary, fictionalized versions of ourselves and, and, and get, it's, we turn the tables, literally, on the stalker. I love that. I, I, and I'm watching this going, seriously? <laughs> I was like, I love this. Yeah. You know, I was like, I love yeah. this. I mean, who who would have thought, um, you know, who would have thought you could come up with something so interesting in such a different way? Because a lot of us have dealt with, you know, the, the real life stalkers. Well, yeah, and, I know uh, you have. I know you have, so yes. it's not a fun deal. Yeah. Right. You know, I just read that script and was talking to Deborah, our director, and just like, oh, yeah, put, put me in, coach. Yeah, let me play. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the whole thing. I hadn't had a chance to, to screen it or anything else, but I can't wait. I love the trailer, and I was like, I can't wait to see it. I mean, how cool was it to to, to get this film and, and film with all these other actors and everything? Oh, you know, it's it's. I've had a few of those recently where I've gotten to work with multiple actors that I know or that I've watched, and you know, like like Dee and I weren't on the set at the same time, but I was just so excited, and you know, Kane, uh, you know, is an actor, and he does a pretty phenomenal job right. in this film. I think people will be very surprised, and it's it's just neat. It's kind of like you know, it's like a reunion sometimes <laughs> seeing everyone. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have, and you have, so, you know, I mean, you, you know, C.J. Graham, and, you know, and 
Tracy Savage, I mean, Corey Feldman, right. you know, I mean, you know, Haley Greenbauer, right. I mean, Kane Hodder, as you said, Judy Aronson, I mean, uh, Jennifer Banco, I mean, you know, Drew Lighty, I mean, you have yeah. a great, great cast, E. Wallace, of course, and of course, Law Park Lincoln, you know, in this, but I think it's really cool that, you know, people can recognize it going, oh, damn, I know who who she is. I mean, I actually watched a thing right. the other day that somebody sit there and turn around and said, it was a game show thing, and said, you know, uh, E.T.'s mom, and you know, Cujo, ah. Cujo's mom, too, and I laughed hysterically, so I was like, I told... Was was she doing like a game show, like as a as a real person or as an actor? No, you know? this was somebody making a comment just on a, on a, on a oh. on a show, giving oh, okay. a description, and, and so that's what made it even funnier. So. You know, we we literally get cast on the game shows as actors, and yeah, and it, it's crazy fun. I remember when I was pregnant and was off of not slamming for a little bit, and I was doing game shows and just having a blast. <laughs> So, so how was it doing a game show real quick? How what, what, It was really that cool to do them? It's early in the morning though, it right? It really was. It really was. I remember one of them, and I wish I had this footage because I had all the answers. I was like the smartest person in the world. <laughs> and then I'm just answering and answering and during one of the commercial breaks, uh, one of the production staff comes up and says, you know, Laura, could you give the other contestants a minute because you're the celebrity guest. Give them a minute. I'm like, but I know the answer. Quit showing off, damn it. Let the other guy have a turn. <laughs> right. Right. Now, I would not even uh, dare to say that I would know the answers today. But at that time, I knew them. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, but, but you have to remember, and as an actor, and I remember it as an athlete, too, there was only a couple things on during the day. Soap operas, game shows. Right. So, you know, if you were watching morning TV, you know, that so you got a lot of answers pretty quick in a day. No kidding. You know, You're absolutely right. Our options were very limited. <laughs> you know, and then you had the 12 news, and then we were back to soap operas and game shows. So, exactly. You know, that was it. Yeah, that, that was, that was, that's what you had. So, I mean, man, I think I think the reason we know no-nonsense <laughs> trivia from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s is because <laughs> That's what you did, whether you were in your dressing room or whether you were at the hotel or whatever. That's yeah, what you did, man. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're, I think it would be fun to put some of the youngsters on a game show these days and just ask them some basic questions. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, oh, that, that'd be fun. I, I love that. I think we've got a show off to talk about that. We have a show there somewhere. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I think you may be right. We could say, is America a country? And we can watch the answers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or, how do you answer a telephone? Or, or if you're Texans, like you know, like you and I, you know, is Texas its own country? Well, right. that's debatable by itself. <laughs> yeah. I think people would probably answer yes to that. You know, right, like, oh, right. Yeah, especially yeah, if you're a Texan. Yeah. Especially if you're a Texan. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! But, but, uh, we're fun and ladies and gentlemen, kind of sort of. Um, no, but um, so so Tom. <laughs> Tell me about uh, Roseblood, a Friday the 13th fan film. Oh, gosh. I mean, can you imagine I am getting to bring the character of Tina back 30? And that just blows my mind. It just does. I'm, it's very exciting. I've gotten to see a, a good portion of it. And the production crew was really good. I mean, they stand up to the big boys really easily. It was Peter Anthony Productions and Direction. You know, they didn't use any CGI in the film. And really? Watch, watching it, you're going, that's CGI. And Peter's like, no, it's not. Like, wow, they were they were creative. I, I'm really happy with the film. And you brought back Terry Kaiser? Yes. 
I love that. He, he was such a heel, by the way, in in, in, in Friday 13th 7, you know. He was such a douche in many, and, I, and I, I'm a fan of the guy, so I understand it. Oh, but yeah. I mean, but he played the part so good as such a heel and a self-centered, you know, no good SOB, you know. Right, so, he's so, so that, good at it. Oh, he, so he was. He was definitely. And he's so gorgeous at his. Oh, with the the silver hair and you I know, saw the, that I, 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 I but but I reckon I still recognize him in the trailer. I still yeah. I said, wait a minute, no, yes, and I'm I like, know. oh hell no, he aged good. <laughs> and look at Kevin for goodness. Oh sake. yeah, he yeah, yeah, like a dude. Dreamboat, right, <laughs> dude, dude, still. I mean, dude, minus a little bit of yeah. We all have a little bit of that, I call it blonde in the hair, you know. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you know, but yeah. dude still looks almost. He got that dick. Dick Clark jeans in him, you know? Just absolutely gorgeous man and just a, a dear friend of mine also. Actually Terry is Terry is now too. We we had a blast shooting that film. We were in uh, Seattle and uh, you know, it was just so much fun. And and of course it's so interesting. How does Dr. Cruz come back if he was killed, right? Yeah, yeah, come I, back yeah, matter of fact, I, I was going to say, so So, so does that answer, is there an answer in this one? You know, obviously. Yes, there is. Yes, oh, there damn. is. No, wait a minute. I you watch know? this, Laura. Now, you really got me going now, so I'm going to have I just saw you the other day and saw this movie and how you got 86. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? And so, you know, you have to think for a second. What happened to Tina after she let, was taken away in the ambulance, right? What right. happened to her? And then uh, you, we will find out um, what happened and then, you know, how she takes over Jason again. If she does. But, uh I love you can the fact, imagine. I'm sorry. I love the fact that in 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 uh, you know in, in part seven you you come back. You know it, it's funny because you know the guys with the paintball guns were hilarious. By the way, you know and and you know you have you have things like you have certain things in it that look and you know I love the scene at you know the brother part where you you know, kind of get caught on you know with what he realizes that was it his cousin or his brothers coming to the party. And you all of a sudden oh, des right. describe it, you know, and everything else. So I think that, you know, getting people wound up that all of a sudden, here you go, they don't realize that you're kind of, quote, love interest or boyfriend to be or whatever it was. Boom, he's back. The good doctor right. is back in it. You know, I mean, you, right. you're kind of rolling this back around. And, <sighs> and, you know, I think it's really neat that, you know, you're kind of mixing and blurring the worlds. Um, right, and that's exactly it. You're you're exactly right. Um, we have a wonderful young actress, Jessica Hopman, who plays me back at 18, right after, right after it happens, and then we flash forward to different places where I am 30 years later. And the, the director just did a phenomenal job. I mean, he really wrapped up the loose ends for the fans and myself. I've always wanted to see the story, right? I think I think so. we even talked about the last time you were on the show, you would sit there and said something about you'd like to see something, you know, today we had talked about. So here this a year or whatever later and bang, boom, bang, you're there you are, maybe a year and a half Bam. later, here you are now. Is that not so much of a, you know, think of great things and manifest your destiny or what, oh, right? Without, without a doubt. Well, because, you without know, like, like you said, there were so many unanswered questions. That's right. And, you know, part eight was supposed to answer them, and then it just it just didn't happen. You know, I didn't get a script for it, and I wasn't going to let Tina's character die. And, you know, they went in all their directions, and I went in mine. So this was just a really great way for me to, to uh, give her some closure. But yet, you have to know that maybe it doesn't close. I, I love that. I love going. that. You know, well, because, you know, a lot of people forget, 
you know, one and two, they kind of close it up. People forgot, you know, so, yep. and, and hell, I even forgot until I watched it the other day, honestly, because I don't watch one and two that often. And, right. and so I forgot they closed up that ditch and I'm thinking, okay, here you go. You know, fast forward this. Well, well, Tina, this is way too good. And look, I loved Jason takes Manhattan. I love, uh-huh. you, know, I, I, you know, but, but they could have made that nine or 10 or whatever, you know, sure. and, and sure. kind of bump that along. So, I, I think they really lost the boat with that pardon expression, but yeah, very good. And the true. joke is yeah. seeing, seeing yours. I actually had neighbors at my house to see it when it came out on, we got VHS, those little tapes oh, yeah. used to buy, buy, get at Blockbuster at the time or the local video, sure. thing, you know, and, and I have friends over and we watch it and I said, what's the next thing going to be? You know, he's all of a sudden, you know, taking over the Statue of Liberty or New York or something. That was the joke. Oh, yeah. and, and, and a year yeah. later, he's calling me up. He phone. His name's Alan. And Alan says, dude, you must have been psychic. And I'm like, and we laughed because of you. And we, <laughs> we sit there and I said, why? And he says, because Jason takes Manhattan's next one. I said, no, it's not. And boom, oh. bang, you know, so. That is funny. Yeah, that it, is it's great. Funny. So, so with these two movies coming out, you know, I mean, it, it's got to be an. And, and you also have something else on the books too. There, you've been yeah. a busy girl. I, I just, you know, you just, you always think in your career, you know, as an actor, you finish a show and you think, will I ever work again? You know, that's that's the whole thought. <laughs> that's true. You know, a sports night, will I ever play again? You know. Yes. And and hopefully, luckily, you do. And and that's what this last season has been for me, shooting all these films. Um, I was actually contacted this very morning by a director I worked with in Germany for a film called Sky Shark, and. Oh. They're, they're releasing it right now. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Is this a joke? And they're like, no, in their German accent. And I'm like, well, that's fun because Sky Sharks is a lot of fun. <laughs> See, I, I saw that. And, and, and I think, I guess it's like a lot of other people I've talked to that a lot of these films, you know, during COVID times, they were going to yep. release and they didn't want to lose, you know, you don't want to lose your behind on putting a film out it, when nobody can go to the movies. Exactly. So I and guess it's been that's why so it's coming hard. out, right? But, yeah, but you know what's really interesting, too, is how we've slowly changed to where we completely accept streaming as mainstream now. It's not on the fringe anymore. It's, get you know, get your indie films out, get your projects out, and it's completely accepted now, which is wonderful. What a huge transition for the industry. You know, it's funny, and, and, and that's true, and, and uh, you know, and I also want to address another movie you have coming up in a minute, but it's funny, when you and I had, last time you were on the show, you were talking about your acting, coaching, you know, and stuff, and it's, yeah. and you were teaching people how to do it on, you know, online, and, you know, send oh, it in, that right. kind of thing, and it's funny because of the fact that, you know, back in the day, I remember saying to somebody when I went into audition for a part, and they flew me all the way somewhere, and they sit there, and they said, you know, you, you couldn't have just put this on the tape and sent it, and they looked at me oh. like I had 11 heads. You know, oh my God! Well, you well, know, you you didn't. You know, it was it because, and and I didn't fit any part of what it was. So I mean, I don't, I don't know how they got, but but okay, fine. I got a couple days away. <laughs> wow! I mean, you that was that was pretty uh, brave or stupid thing to say to the director at that time. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get the part, so I'm not sure which one. I, I guess I was a stupid oh. one, but you know, <laughs> but you but, just but, had no, the wrong color hair. That's yeah, all. it must wrong have been, hair. must have been. But you know, it's funny though. And then you look at it today, and now everybody's auditioning, you know, said, Hey man, you know, sit yep. down, put your phone, put your deal on, get your ring, exactly. you know, and, and, you know, send your audition out. Here's the script. Now, right. you, kind of, you know, and you were, you were teaching this stuff, obviously, you know, you weren't the first to right. do it, but you were showing us several years ago how to properly do it. 
And right. uh, I, I love the idea that you were kind of showing somebody it had to fit right in nicely with COVID. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing how how it, it came together. So we were doing self-tapes years ago, right. you know, a half a decade ago. But now it it's literally the only way you audition. And um, I think that's made it more accessible for actors all over the world and for people that wouldn't have normally been seen because they weren't in L.A., you know, or New York. Right. and. It's just opened up the whole industry, and it's let people who are doing indies and different projects contact us, contact the actors if they know. Um, they can find us and say hello, and that's been fun. I love that. I, I think it's important, though, also that you know actors are taught the do's and don'ts that are very simplistic on, uh, and we all still learn every day, but, you know, that you're teaching a lot of people, you know, the do's and don'ts to how to approach the camera, read scripts, that kind of thing. Right. And I think that's very important. Right, right, because, you know, if, if they can't see your talent, you can't get cast. So uh, it's got to show up on what they're looking at or else, you know, it, it's just not there. So you've got to realize actors, performers need to realize that it's uh, it's not just the talent. It's also the uh, the process and the marketing and the go-get-it-ness, right, of, of getting those auditions and showing up. Man, I mean, isn't that it? Show up. Show up to your appointments. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, I think, that – now, let me ask you this uh, – I, I had an experience that you're honest that, you know, that kind of, it was, you know, I had long hair and they wanted to cut it. I said, no, big mistake. Oh. Um, oh. And my, yeah. and my hair, grow, my hair grows back like a weed. So I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but, but my, my point yeah. is as you as an acting coach, as well as an actor, you know, um, isn't it a good point to listen out and kind of hear what they say and what they bring to the table and leave you kind of ego at the door? Well, yes, absolutely. And that's an interesting thing about acting because it can seem like, you know, we have egos in front of everyone all the time, but the core of, of acting is not having your ego in the character becoming the other person's ego. And if actors are offered something and say they want nudity or they want the haircut or, you know, gain 30 pounds or lose it, we have to evaluate the whole script. So yeah. we go in and do those auditions and see where we get, and then we go in and, and really look at it and see if it works for the actor. You know, you have to just evaluate it. So maybe you got bad advice that day. Uh, no, the, no, I can't. I, I, I still got a part, and it should have been a bigger what? part. But I, but, but, mm. but I cut. I didn't let him cut my hair, so it affected right. my money immensely. Oh man! <laughs> oh, I bet part. it did. And it was just my fault. It was just my. Fault, and that's why I brought it up because you also, as an actor and as an acting coach, you you, yeah. you can tell people, look, that's just the decisions. You know, it was a dumb decision. You know, and and and, and I, I and I call it a lot of the time the way I I coach is let's not be judgmental. First of all, you can't judge a character you're playing. Right. You have to play it, and you can't judge material until you've thoroughly looked into who's doing it, how are they doing it. Because we get drafts of scripts. We get versions that right. aren't a final copy, you know, and you can do something you think is great and it's horrible and, and you can judge something you think is horrible and it becomes fabulous. You know, I've done it. I've made those huge mistakes myself and, you know, hopefully I, I learned from it and I'm coaching <laughs> the next people. Let's think this through before we throw an answer out there. You know? Right, exa exactly. <laughs> well, and, 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 that, and that's the funny thing because, you know, look, you know, you go, you go in and you start making a movie that's supposed to be serious and it, but you go to see it at the at the, the uh, premiere and it's a comedy and you say what the hell happened you know what the hell? So, <laughs> and so that I happens all the time right. you know I, I I went to one show I was supposed to have got really really close on and I'm watching it and 
And the person with me says, is this what you were going to do? And he turned literally into soft porn. And I'm like, no, 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 that was not in my script. So I would have been fired like day one. So it was a good break for me. <laughs> that I gotta be thankful for what you don't get. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Tina. There was no Tina in Dallas anywhere in that part at all. Like, no, no. <laughs> no, it was terrifying. I'm like, wow, this actress is great, but I'm glad it's not me. So right. yeah, it, yeah, it happens. I, I just love the fact that I'm I'm so glad you picked up on that. That sometimes the way you think things are is nowhere yeah. near where it's going to come out. With you know, do you have any great a, a great piece of advice for uh, young actors out there? Um, well, as silly as it sounds, one of the best pieces of advice is to really be sure you can read well, really yes, well. Yes, and you can yes. read out loud really well. And uh, it seems to kind of be a vanishing art. i got to tell you, some of my younger students, even in the teens, I've just seen the quality of reading go down over the last few years. And uh, maybe it's all the media that comes at them constantly. They're not reading books. or So that's a huge thing because you got to read scripts. So even if you've got a kid that doesn't like to read and they want to be an actor, that's your hook to get them on that path. I um, love that. So, that, that. That is good yeah. advice. And it is true. I've seen it. I've seen it on auditions and things. I think it has to do it to me, honestly. I think it has to do with not holding the paper in their hand. Everybody wants to read off their tablets and their computers and stuff. I like holding the That paper. is a strange thing, isn't it? I know my son got married and uh, the, the minister was holding my iPad. <laughs> like, no kidding, Whoa. really? I I wasn't expecting it, and it, you know, it was fine. I thought, well, he probably knows the verse if it shuts down, but then when we got the photos back, there's this weird, eerie glow across his face, oh my God. and I'm like, no, that is awful. You got to call the editor just to have father's deal. <laughs> yes, I mean, it was, you know, it was, that was really interesting, and, you know, I've, I've had some students in and they come in you know I have my system of how I give them their material and we work on it right. and the student just kept playing with her devices and finally I said this needs to stop right now and she looks at me with shock she was doing all of her notes and her scripts right there on her iPad with a program highlighting cutting and pasting I fell in love with it I couldn't do it but I was pretty impressed with her and she was like 14 I'm like okay wow, you know what you're doing so I have to adapt to myself Right, right. I, I love that. And so, so, Laura, tell us a little bit about Autumn Road, by the way. Oh, you know, Autumn Road is this fun little creepy indie film shot in Denton, Texas, right outside of Dallas. I know where it is well, yes. Lake Denton over there. Yes. And you know how little Denton is. Yes. It's a little college town. And the script came across, and I liked it. I had a student reading for a role in it, and she got it. It was Carrie McCormick. She got, got a role in it, and I, and I called my student. I said, hey, is there a role in there for me? And, and I called the director, and um, Riley Cusack, he answered the phone, and I think he was surprised. <laughs> and I said, is there a role for me? And he goes, well, there's, a, there's just a small role that would be a cameo, and I'm like, let me read it. And it was this very bitter, angry, sad woman who has never came to terms with the child's death. It looked nothing like me it's what i wanted there's nothing glam there's nothing beautiful about it it's just really deeply character based and i was really happy to see it a few weeks ago that's very cool that's very cool um i, I yeah. love the fact everybody needs to check out and make sure that all these things when they go come out and you also have one uh i think see it's in post-production called ghost party oh i loved ghost party it's a family film really and 
Yes, it is. Um, and it's kind of, have you ever been to Disneyland and to the Haunted House? There? Absolutely, You're, many times. Okay. So you know how it's kind of this old mansion with the eyes that follow you and that yes. whole feeling? Love that. Well, Ghost Party is this family reunion in the old house of ghosts who come to meet a couple of real life living ancestors or <laughs> the next level of a family. And I'm a, I'm a ghost from the early 1900s. And um, very prim and proper. Right. And I get to move things with my hands and make tea and be ghostly and fly are you, through are the you posh? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Um, and I was able to do some casting on it. There's six characters in the film and four of them were my own students. That is awesome. And they won the roles. They auditioned and won the roles. One is Major Dodson of a Walking Dead and American Horror Story and Left Behind, a wonderful young man. And it was one of those experiences, you know, you just never think you're going to have. So, fun film. That is fantastic. I mean, you know, and of course, you know, you love to keep working, like you said, you know, because you always you wonder what, what movie or television show is going to be next, you know. You uh, and I'm only as good as what I am today kind of deal, you know. But I mean, it is, and, and you know... Another, I just thought of another piece of advice I say all the time to, to my actors. Is it's say yes. Let's say yes. Mm -hmm. And, and if, it, if it's not right, we'll adjust it as much as we can. But let's put some yeses in life and, and instead of a block. Let's just, let's just go for some things. And things happen from that. Action gives you action, you know? Right. I love that. You know, that is, it is I, you know, I love your positivity because the fact that it's, you know, acting can be a very hard job, you know, both yes, financially and, and taxing on yeah. you as well. And I know it's not all ice cream and cake. And I think sometimes people think that, you know, they don't yeah. realize that you might have a cold or you might oh, you know, gosh. have the flu yeah. or whatever it flu. happens to be. Right. That's true. I mean, you have a flu and nighttime episodic. Well, everybody's going to get that flu and it's going to go through again and you're all barfing in the bucket. <laughs> That's the only way the show think, gets made. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. And you're still going to be there because you know, it is an interesting field in that way, isn't it? That, you know, yes. we, uh, we work in, and perform with this, um, this kind of alter personality of a character and then, when the day is over, we kind of collapse as our own selves. And that's what, if you get caught acting, you're not doing it well, right? You need to not <laughs> right. get caught. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I joke. I, I say to D all the time. I said to you, I said, it's funny. I said, you know, everything I've done, I've never done a horror movie. And that's, that's the, and it's my favorite genre, right? So I always joke on that. What is, what is, what is the, the magic of, of you, you, some, somebody who has like, uh, looks at it like you and, you know, all of a sudden, boom, you got established in being this, mm. you know, this person right there that, I mean, you were already an awesome actress already right. doing, you know, big time yeah. nighttime soaps and stuff like that and everything else and nighttime dramas and, you know, and, and uh, cop shows and everything else. You had yeah. so, many, so many different things on you to all of a sudden, boom, did, did this just release out to you and just, you just thought this was the one that you just shined that everybody would know on a, on a big screen, starting you know, a big starring role. You, you don't know when you're doing it. You don't know. And a lot of times you don't know for a while afterwards because you're, you're working on something, you know, and you don't know what's happening actually with, with people watching it and whatnot. Right. And, um, you just have to keep trying. And I think, I think the, one of the most important things for an actor to win those auditions is to believe that they're that character. And it, the horror is one of the hardest things to cast and to do. 
the, the belief in that something's there when it's not there in the audition or the set is, is a complicated mind twist. <laughs> and um, if, if you can get past feeling funny and silly and stupid uh, and believe your character is, is real, then, then you have a shot at, at making those characters come to life. I love that. That's awesome. Now, for a few minutes, just uh, turn on. I'm going to take this few minutes. We have a little, just a little bit of fun we have with every guest on the show. I'm going to ask you a couple of just questions oh here, and you just fire away at will to, to what you like. Um, okay. Start off with if uh, on a on a tonight to, on a night, would you prefer dinner and dancing or a movie? Oh yeah, I I'd probably go movie. Yeah, probably would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Horror or comedy. Oh, probably go horror. Scary as can be. <laughs> Girl after my own heart. Um, give, give me a, a favorite horror or two of yours. Um, well, I, I was telling someone earlier today that, that Jaws still ranks way up there in horror for me. <laughs> you know, I love the beach, and then I'm, I'm always hearing that sound of that big plastic shark coming around the corner. And uh, that was pretty terrifying in its day. Um, Laura, you, you, know, you didn't see my post. How can all these people get eaten by the shark? Don't they hear the music? <laughs> no, I hadn't seen that. But, but I believe it because I hear that music and the Friday the 13th theme song all the time. And the Not Landing theme song. So those three kind of run on a loop in my brain. So, so with that being said now, and, and this is a big debate, Jaws, horror movie or not? Yes, horror movie. I, I mean, agree. Yes. I agree. Terrifying. I think if it scares you, it's horror. I like that. I mean, Hitchcock could do it with, you know, a bathroom shower. Um, right, and, true. Uh, Good point. You know, Rod, Rod Sterling did it with, uh, you know... Twilight oh, Zone and Night Gallery and all those great that's things. That's right. That's a right. Absolutely. So it's really... Yeah, you know, it's the it's when your hair stands on end and your kind of stomach's kind of going, yeah, yeah I know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Okay, that's steak good. or lobster? What was that one? Steak or lobster? Well, on the same plate, yes, please. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You, 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 and a uh, country music singer, Ali Colleen. She's like, yes, please, both. <laughs> so you fit right in that right in that deal there. I love that. Um, oh, I love it. Okay, okay. And and by the way, I said you know horror or comedy. Do you have a favorite comedy? Um, well, you know, I have to say Weekend at Bernie's because of Terry Kaiser. Uh, that that's awesome. That is funny. That's, I yeah. mean, you couldn't beat what he did with that. You know? No, just, no, not at all, without a doubt. If you could go and uh, get into DeLorean and go in a Wayback Machine and act with someone who's no longer uh -huh. here, who would it be? Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. The I love, love of my life, Jimmy Stewart. It's a wonderful life, yes. And I got to meet him and work with him at an event. And I have the picture to prove it. Oh, yes. that is awesome. How was he? Absolutely. You know, I have no clue. I was just staring at him like a fan. <laughs> it was... <laughs> he didn't have to do anything. Um, you, you know, lovely, very gracious man. And, and uh, I never got a photo. And then one day, two decades later... Some fan found it and sent me a photo of me and Jimmy Stewart. Now, that and, is awesome. Oh, that was awesome. Much that love to that awesome. fan, for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, if the fans send us all of the good things. It's like we're so grateful to them. I had someone put all of the Knots Landing episodes on one disc without commercials on a little, like a thing that goes in the computer. Right. Just send it to me. Send it to me. Just wow, as a guest. that is so yeah. nice. That is so nice. Yeah, 
That is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, your, your fans love you anyway. I, I see that. Um, yeah. And, and what, what about an actress back in the day? Um, well, she doesn't have to be deceased. Yes, yes. She does have to be deceased. We're going to get to the other one. She does have to be deceased. Well, oh, I would say Grace Kelly. Um, nice. Hey, who worked with Jimmy Stewart? Why not in the same All right, imagine that. Imagine that, Laura, right? I, I, I didn't go very far. Right. Okay, and we'll say today, if we were going to pick an actor or an actress today, that you'd say, yeah, man, I'd work with them that you have not um, worked with. Right. Jessica Lang. Nice. Yes, I, I mean, uh, I followed her career very young, and uh, I've just always felt really drawn drawn to her work, right? Yeah, right. I want to put my face on her and do all of those roles. Nice. How about an actor? <laughs> oh, an actor. Well, you know, I asked I a little of Andy Garcia from back in the day. He's pretty phenomenal. Nice. Um, and, and a current, really current actor? Yeah. Gosh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have enough time to think. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give me a Hail Mary, darling. Come on, you're a Texas girl. You can throw. <laughs> uh, well, you know, McConaughey, anybody wants to sit at a table with, there, right? Oh, there you um, go. There you go. You don't have to throw far. <laughs> <laughs> and, and looking for the single straight man over 50, by the way. So you just send them my way. Um, <laughs> I put that under the Star Park link. An awesome actress, gorgeous, right there. You guys, if you're a good man, pay attention. Oh. Um, there you go. I love that. Okay, and um, country or rock? Hey, you know, I go back and forth. I really do. <laughs> I, I, go, I, go, I can understand country, and I can feel the rock. So, Okay, yeah. bourbon or scotch? Uh, tequila? I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. You I did? said that. I was just, man, I'm telling you. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. And, and Coke or Pepsi? <laughs> oh, Coke, absolutely. Are you a big red, yeah. are you a big red girl? Uh, no, no, I actually have never even drank that. And I'm uh, allergic to Cokes, unfortunately. Uh, allergic I'm to soft We just started love relationships oh. over. <laughs> <laughs> I never tasted the Big Red. No, oh, I it, it, it's, it, it's sweet, so you have to have a, it, It's like scotch. Oh. You have to have an acquired taste for it. I bet. You know, I bet so you it, it has been so much fun having you on, and I thank you. So You're a thank popular you. guest to be on the show, and you know we're in we're in 59 countries now compared to the 20 something you we were in before. So, what would you like to wow. say to all your fans out there? Pardon me, can you say that again? What would you like to say to all your fans out there, Laura? That you know, 59 oh. countries. You know, they they know you from so many different things. What would you like to say to all your fans out there? Well, you know, I'd like to say how grateful I am. That, that they're enjoying some of the projects I've worked in. That's been a goal of, of mine my whole life, was to have a career of fun roles. And uh, that they need to drop by and say hello and, and keep screaming through uh, through October, Halloween season. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and for that being said, by the way, do you have any um, festivals or anything you're going to be at or any cons or anything you're going to be at? I, I do. I've got uh, Roseblood is premiering on the 27th, I think. And... Um, and then there's some different cons coming up. So, gosh, you know, it's kind of hard. I, off the top of my head, I would You send know, me a link to them, okay? Yeah, absolutely. You send absolutely. me a link to them, darling. I, I mean, you know, look, let me, ladies and gentlemen, you get a chance to meet Law Park Lincoln. She's a sweetheart. She's awesome with her fans, you know, and you'll have a great time talking to her. Just like this. This is what you get, right? Right now, right now this is what yeah. you get meeting her. And she's she's an absolute doll and a true pro. So, I mean, you get a chance to go meet her at a ComCon or something, you go do it. You have a blast. Get a picture. Some cool things. And you have some great merch too, don't you? 
I do. I've got some fun things. You know, I've got a, an acting book and some great photos, which was such a dream of mine as an actress to have a table of, of many films and shows. You know, it makes me feel like Karen Allen or you know, <laughs> someone back in the day with I all the most fabulous pictures. Right? I love that. <laughs> Where can everybody find you if they want to talk to you about becoming an actor or get some classes? Oh. That's great. Well, I'm on Instagram, you know, under, under my name, and uh, my studio is Actors Audition Studios, so um, you can find me there and send me an email through uh, Lark Park Lincoln, and, um, and I'll get it and get back to them. You are awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Lifebox Media Channel, Mr. Lark Park Lincoln, you follow on all our social media to all be attached. You have a very happy Halloween. Thank you so much for coming on Thanks. taking the time. You've been awesome. Thank you so much. I just really appreciate it. I hope you have a screaming good evening, too. Thank you, love. <laughs> Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.